What's up, everybody? You are listening to Switch Flicks, the podcast where we love and hate movies at the same time. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm here with my favorite super secret agent. Hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. How's it going? You know, I need to tell you something (laughs) that I've been hiding for a very long time. Got it. I was recruited by the CIA. Oh, my God. Yeah. I haven't told you. I've been a closeted gray man for a long time. (laughs) I've been going, you know, I've been infiltrating assholes um, <laughs> who are working against national security, you know? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry, yeah. I thought you were going in another no, direction. No, I've been going deep <laughs> undercover. And um, telling you this means I have blown my cover. Okay. But uh, I need to tell you this. I am a proud gray man. God. No judgment. Switch. The rules of the podcast are simple. Heisem and I review something. One of us will have to love it. One of us will have to hate it. Who does what will be determined by the flip of a coin. The coin of fate? The coin of fate. The coin of fate. The catch is that at any point in our debate, we can use the switch to change positions. So if you loved it, you now hate it. And if you hated it, you now love it. Spoilers as always. Today, we are reviewing The Gray Man. Let us begin with our patented one-breast synopsis. The Gray Man is a 2022 American action thriller film directed by Anthony and Joe Russo based on the 2009 novel of the same name by Mark Greeny. The film stars Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Anna DeArmas, and Billy Bob Thornton. Ryan Gosling plays Sierra Six, an ex-convict recruited by the CIA to join a covert group of assassins known as the Sierra Program that do the CIA's dirty work years later, a mission gone awry when Six is tasked by a new boss named Denny Carmichael with taking out a target that turns out to be a fellow secret agent. The dying man tells Six that Denny is a bad guy before handing him the intel to prove it immediately. Our stoic hero is on the run from the CIA in a group of hired mercenaries led by Chris Killer Lloyd, played by Chris Evans. I'm now about to flip the coin of fate. If it lands on heads, you love the gray man. Oh yeah. If it lands on tails, you hate it. Here goes nothing. Tails. <laughs> You hate Grey Man. Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling, Anna D. Armas, three superstars in an action extravaganza that you can stay home and you can watch. It's got action. It's got comedy. It's got thrills. It's got all the colors of the rainbow. I love the Grey Man. It does not have all the colors of the rainbow. The Grey Man is aptly named because it is just bland. It is gray. It is boring. It is not fresh. It is not exciting. And for the $200 million movie that it is, you would expect something a little bit better than what came out of the oven. The $200 million, most of that money, is actually going for the cast. And the cast is worth every dollar. You have Ryan Gosling really in his first real big action hero role. Is this his first speaking role? (laughs) (laughs) He can do so much with so little. Right. And which is what he does. He's trying to do with this script. What better than that Ryan Gosling smirk, that Ryan Gosling brood, you know, he's, he's a little, he's a little Gosling in my hand. Okay. Uh, and he's, but he's not a free bird. No, sir. He is on the run from the CIA. (laughs) Nice. And I uh, loved watching that. What happens if you mix 
Jason Bourne, with James Bond, with Mission Impossible. You get the gray man, the best of all the worlds. None of those are funny. <laughs> and this movie tries desperately to be funny the whole time. It's trying to, to be snarky and self-aware and, 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 and uh, off-color. And really, nothing lands, you know? Uh, some of the most interesting setups, you know, that you're like, okay, how's he going to get out of the situation, happen off-screen, you know? It's like they're like, you know... Uh, any time that something is supposed to happen, it happens. It's like this entire movie is just written as a series of uh, totally fabricated events that are meant to connect together for the sake of uh, a bunch of action sequences. You know, it's not, there's no, there's no logic behind it. Oh, there is so much logic behind oh, it. Listen, kind sir, okay? This movie, based on a book, okay? And as we all know, books, very intelligent Full of story, full of plot. How can this movie not have story if it's based on a book? Haha. Wait, what? <laughs> Just because it's a book doesn't mean yeah. it's got any of Books those Books are intelligent, okay? They're in libraries. Uh, and keeping that in mind, it is obvious this movie probably has a story. Somewhere in it, right? <laughs> but, and you say things don't land. And you're right, things don't land. Things crash, like planes. Wow. Okay. Like cars. Uh, and that's what I want from my action movies. Uh, crash, bangs, and wallops. And this movie has all three. Switch. Crash, bang, and wallops. Loud noises. That's all this movie is. <laughs> it is a series of one loud noise after another with absolutely no head or tail. I, the loud noises were from me in the audience going, wow, amazing, beautiful, gorgeous, sexy, exciting. This was my commentary, all right? That was what was going on. And no one was around necessarily because it's on Netflix. So I was just yelling this out loud in my living room, right? I even sent you text. In capital letters, all right? The point is that this movie has all of the ingredients of an exciting, fun thrill ride. You've got Ryan Gosling as Sexy Six. I mean, he's not, this is, no. his name is not, you know, by coincidence, all you right. know? 007 was taken, yeah. right? Great line. Oh, no. Terrible six line. is him, right? He is six. You've got Chris Evans, fantastic. I mean, like, you know, finally we get to see Chris Evans as he's always been meant to be. Uh, rapey, <laughs> mustachioed, snarky asshole. You know, this yeah. is the Chris Evans that I've always needed. No. You know? And absolutely. And he plays it with a certain charm and charisma and insanity that is just, it's a thrill. You see no. it from the beginning. Okay, these guys with their abs. Nobody wants to see abs. <laughs> I like my action heroes with doughy bodies. Yeah, I've heard. You've told me this. Yes, doughy bodies. Doughy bodies. Yeah. Big fan of that. Okay. Uh, and here are these guys just kind of sleepwalking through the role. What is even Chris Evans doing in this movie? He is so over the top, trying to be a Nicolas Cage type and failing miserably. Yeah, he's being absolutely brilliant. I mean, the guy is playing this psychopathic character with a plum. A-P-L-O-M-B. That's a word from a book. <laughs> that means it's smart. Yeah. Okay? He is relishing, okay, relishing every moment of this, th this performance because normally he's supposed to be playing these kind of straight arrows. Like, even when he's like Captain America, you know, he, he brought a lot of humanity into it, yes, but he was a straight arrow. You know, yeah. in this, he gets to just let go and he has fun and you can tell. Anna de Armas, absolutely stunning 
fantastic actress, and she is just meant to be kicking butt alongside you know uh, you know uh, all these all these action action stars. She made more of an impact in her ten minute action sequence in uh, the last James Bond movie than she does in her entire runtime for this film. Uh, and you know you have to compare this movie to other spy films that it is cribbing from and you know not doing successfully. Like okay, we have to talk about some of those action sequences. Okay. Horribly shot, those quick edits, you can't see anything. And when it's not quick edit, it's hit behind smoke or fireworks or uh, darkness. You can't see what the hell is happening. What are you talking about? Quick editing is the only way to shoot an action sequence. And if it's not quick editing, it's got to be, you know, layered. <laughs> layered with smoke and fire and elements in the foreground and background. And if not, we have to heighten it with CGI. I mean, this is the way that you make an action film. This whole thing about, oh, let's do a one-shot where we're just moving around, someone's punching someone. I can do that myself. You know, I can literally just pick someone and, and you know, just put a camera up and just, you know, fight them in a one-shot. Like, that's not filmmaking. <laughs> that's just boring. That's just you putting a hidden camera in your bedroom is what that is. <laughs> and you need to stop doing that. Uh, but, okay, no, the action sequences. We have seen most of these action sequences done better. This is every time I saw, like, he jumps from an airplane. You know what? Tom Cruise did it better. He did it for he did it for real. Over here is just CGI oh, blob. Tom Cruise. That's all we're seeing. Ruining films for everybody. Oh, look at me. I'm Tom Cruise. I did it better. I did it for real. You don't need to do it for real. This is filmmaking. It's wizardry. It's special effects. It's it's you're not supposed to do things for real. Switch. You're supposed to do things for real. This is bullshit. This is hiding the the this is actors just sitting in their little trailer and being spoiled. Spoiled rotten. All right. Right? When we've got actors, we need to put them through their paces. All right, we need to make put them in danger. We need to 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 to, to string them up by their toes. We need to beat them around the head. We need to throw them out of planes. We need to punch them in the gut. We need to blow them up. You know, we need the the insurance to really cover potential danger. You know. I think that this movie is going to bring back Netflix, okay? There's all <laughs> this talk about them losing subscribers. Guess what? Gray Man comes along and subscriber numbers going up uh, because movies, they're already making Gray Man too. That's how good this movie is. And let's not forget, okay? You're forgetting the Indian superstar that is in this movie, <laughs> Dhanush. Uh, he comes towards the end of this film, Definitely. kicks some ass, and I want to see a spin-off just about him. You know? All right, let's get to that point, all right? Because throughout the film, you've got these, the, these globe-trotting American psychopaths blowing up half the world, all right? And it's like, all right, guys, I'm sorry, but, like, you do that in real life. You don't need to do it in movies, too. <laughs> just going into major cities and blowing them up yeah. and killing people left and right. Why is that a fantasy that American movies have? Oh, I don't man. get it. But we make peace, not war, all right? Hand out flowers, hand out candy, you know? Okay. Uh, don't do that only after you level the place. I mean, they go to, they go to Prague. All right, let's talk about that action. If you want to watch a movie where, uh, you know, it's all about peace and not fighting, then why don't you watch a movie with a different Indian superstar, Gandhi, okay? <laughs> Where it's all about peace. Wait, Gandhi, the famous actor, who's a superstar. He's a superstar. He's a superstar, right? right? Uh, he's got abs for days. Yes. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about that. Great car, car yeah. chase, train chase. Uh, you know, he's tied Motors, to... Well, how many chases? Chase, he's tied to, a, tied to a bench and like no one can shoot at him. Amazing. 
So, I mean, like, that's absurd. That's the thing, man. It's like he's tied to a bench. He's handcuffed literally to a How bench. How is he going to get out of this one? <laughs> but, but does it matter? It's written that way. Anything could happen to him because he's got plot armor that you wouldn't believe. I mean, there's literally, it's like Fortnite. All right, this uh, just—it's as if the the bubble is closing, and all of these 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 gunmen are coming in with rocket launchers yeah. and guns and machine guns and assault rifles, and all the people there, all these poor, Pragian citizens, these Czech Czech yeah. Czech citizens. All right, these Europeans. <laughs> Fuck right? Prague. Fuck Prague. <laughs> what do you have against Prague, man? I've got I've got family who lives in Prague. All right, and, and I hope they're safe. <laughs> But the rest of Prague, fuck it. <laughs> and then they go in and they're just blowing the crap out of the place. You know, wait, that sounded wrong. <laughs> they're blowing up the crap out. Of I'm just going to move on from that. Yes. They're exploding the place, right? Everybody gets murdered and killed, including the cops, the civilians, mm -hmm. everybody. And the only person who doesn't get touched is obviously Ryan Gosling. Okay, yeah. fine. I'm willing, to, I'm willing to, to ignore that, you know? And then this Danush guy shows up. Oh, Danush. All right? Danush, yeah. all right? Now, no, I'm sure that, you know, you were like, oh, finally, representation. Okay, I'm being represented on yeah. the screen. But this guy, I mean, this guy, do you want this guy to represent you? Absolutely. This guy, you know, he goes in and he starts blowing up a hospital. Yeah. Shooting people at a hospital. Listen, you know, I am tired of the stereotypes where Indians are only doctors, okay? Indians, <laughs> always doctors. Guess what? We can bro up hospitals too. <laughs> we can be the opposite of doctors. Uh, and this movie, things blow up so good. But it's not about- <laughs> Things blow up so good. That's, that's the tagline for yeah. the film. <laughs> Gray man. Things, things blow, blow up so, so good. <laughs> and like, you know what? Not all movies need to win Oscars. Sometimes you just want to You want to lose Oscars because <laughs> this film is essentially guaranteed. You want to see things blow up good. And this movie does. And then you get to the point near the end where they're like desperately trying to recreate freaking, I don't know, uh, a Skyfall or something where you've got this massive assault on a castle of sorts, right? Yeah. And everybody's just blowing up everybody. Blowing left, blowing right, blowing whoa. up, blowing whoa, down. Whoa, whoa, everybody's whoa. blowing, all right? Billy Bob Thornton, blowing. You've got like Danush blowing, all right? It's too much blowing for one movie, man, you know? And what all I'm trying to say is that then Danush, okay, I'm, I know we're skipping around here, but yeah. does it matter? No, it doesn't, because nothing makes sense in The Gray Man anyway, right? Even the way it's spelt, G-R-A-Y. Yeah. That is just a crime in of itself. It's G-R-E-Y. That's how the CIA do it. Okay. C I E. <laughs> you get to this part and Danush is like, hey, I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna fight these people and boom, 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 boom. And he's he's like, oh, look at this, look at this guy, you know, he's so powerful, you know? And then he he gets into this this final action sequence and then he stops and he doesn't kill yeah. uh, you know the the I think it was who was it Anadarmas at that yeah. point I think right and, and he doesn't he doesn't kill her because he's like these people have no honor you have no honor what, okay? <laughs> what you are have, you talking about why are you attacking you have me personally absolutely no honor how dare you uh, and that's why I don't like you what? fuck Prague <laughs> <laughs> he just attacked a hospital yeah. And that's how, great. Did, how is this no honor? I think the, the, they realized that, hey, this character is so great. We need to keep him alive for a spinoff. So they let him go. Okay, right, that's what's happening right. there. And that's what's happening and throughout the film. What, They're already planning the next one. Yeah, and that's, I love that about the Switch. film. Switch. I hated that about the film. <laughs> the movie starts, right? And where the movie is, five minutes in, we watch it for two hours, and it's exactly this, in the same place. There's no difference. He's on the run. The bad guys, nothing ha nothing happens in this movie except the henchman dies. Uh, and it is, why did I watch? Why did I waste you know two what? hours you of my what? life watching You know, there this? is one thing that, I, that I, I absolutely agree with you about. Mm. 
Chris Evans should not have died because he was just so fantastic that I want to see him in another one and another one and another one. Just like my fellow Palestinian, <laughs> DJ Khaled says, another one, another one. They're making too many of Thank this. God. <laughs> I canceled my Netflix subscription. <sighs> I feel like we've reached the natural conclusion of this debate. Uh, Tell me, Haisam, what did you really think about The Gray Man? <sighs> <laughs> Is that what you really think? It's that yeah. sound? I'll tell you, so I started watching this. Um, I watched it for 10 minutes and I switched it off. I was like, oh, I, really? I was like, I don't think I can watch more of this. Wow. Um, it really bothered me how they were talking. Uh, and it wasn't necessarily the okay. jokes, right? They're like some quippy, but... Every line was like this strained line trying to be kind of clever and smart. It wasn't, it was just like random, it was random bullshit of people like sounding like they're in some kind of like noir almost, especially right. the bad guys. When they yeah. were talking, I was like, you I didn't like the dialogue. I hated it. You and it like was like, it was so strained. And I spent the 10 minutes in, I was like, oh, I don't think I, I can do this for two hours. Wow, and I switched okay. it off. And then I was like, okay, I'll give it another go. I, like a couple of days later. Mm. And I was like, just ignore the first 10 minutes. The movie gets better uh, as it kind of goes. I mean, it never gets really good. Mm. It's a very, like, kind of have it on in your background. and you know. To have explosions and violence on in your background as you're doing something else. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's got, like, it's style over substance, and the style isn't great. Okay, so, you know, I'm a little bit on the fence, all right? So, on the one hand, I thought it was fun. You know, I thought it was fun. I thought it was like, I'm not going to sit there and rewatch it. I'm not necessarily going to even recommend it, you know, but it was, it was fun. It kept me entertained, you know. Um, is that what a $200 million movie is supposed to do? I don't know. I don't think so, you know. Like, like I know that we shouldn't necessarily look at, at that aspect of it, but like, if you're going to pour that much into a film, it better be damn amazing, you know, like I would, ex I would imagine. So, so. If I were to kind of put that on, on one side of the scale and, and the quality on the other, then I feel like, uh oh, you know, this isn't, this was not a $200 million yeah. kind of like, wow, I can't wait to see it again. This is like a one and done kind of thing, you know? But I didn't dislike it. I didn't feel the way that, that you did. Fine, the, the, the dialogue was a little bit cringy at times, but there were times when it was also funny, you know? I really like Chris Evans' character, I thought he was nuts. You know, I always, I, I have a soft spot for Ryan Gosling. You know, I, I've always thought that he's just, you know, I, he, he's just dreamy. <laughs> he's a dreamy, dreamy. No, but he does, I like his interpretation of most characters. I don't, I can't think of many, I can't really think of any movies that I don't like him. And I think he's, he's good. Like, but his character in The Place Beyond the Pines, Pines, that was like a silent, you know, dangerous, you know, you know, broken character. In Drive, that was a silent, dangerous, violent character. In <laughs> he plays the same he guy. He plays that same guy a lot. In this movie... He's playing the same guy, but he's got a smirk. He's got a smirk. He's got a little bit of a smirk. So you're like, okay, maybe he could have done he, something He can kind of do... Comp no, I didn't... I think after the first 10 minutes, I definitely was more entertained... I was never like paying full attention to what was happening because, yeah. and it is such a, like, we have seen this movie so many times, yeah. but you know, like you said, so the $200 million budget of this film, right? What happens and, with and, that and, budget and, yeah. is that yeah. it's a Netflix film, right? Yeah. And normally in a big budget film, okay. uh, 
the actors, the main actors, they get, uh, you know, percentages, percentage. Like they yeah. get like off like the profits. Ah. Right. But because, and so they have smaller fees, right. like upfront and bigger, fees. What's and it, then what's it called? It's called uh, back end. Yeah. They get back end. They get what? <laughs> With the movie that's on Netflix, they don't have backends because it's not getting they in the cinema. They don't have backends. How do they go to the bathroom? How do they sit? Uh, because it's, you know, they're not getting profits. So, so because of that, you upfront. pay them a lot more upfront. Okay. So that means when you have Chris Evans and you have Ryan Gosling and each of them is paid $20 yeah. million. Dollars, and you've got Anthony and Joe Russo. And then I mean, they're superstar directors. And so, At the same time, let's, let's be clear. The directors themselves are stars. Exactly. So their fees must be quite phenomenal as well if they're not getting any back end. And so half of this movie's budget is really just kind of the salaries of the main I never thought people. about it that way. That's really interesting. So so is it, would you say like literally about half of it is Yeah, salaries? literally about yeah. half of it wow. would be like just salaries. Okay. Right? And so, yes, it costs $200 million. But it's not but the same as it would have been if it was a, a movie. But this was also released in the theaters. I mean, it was released in like limited, uh, very capacity? limited capacity. Maybe because they were hoping for an Oscar run. Something like that. <laughs> Awards, awards, <laughs> just for awards consideration. That's the thing is that like, look, it is laughable because look, it's fun. Yeah. And and I'm never going to, I don't care how much they spent on it. Like, like ultimately, is it entertaining or is it not? Yes. Yeah, it was entertaining. But like there was a bunch of gooey CGI crap that I did not like. And there was a part in it that kind of pissed me off. And I was like, I was like, don't do that. There what? were a couple of parts. One of them was when he jumps out of the plane. That looks so horrible. It looked horrible. Just don't do man. it. Like after don't do it. Mission don't Impossible do it. Fallout, don't Just do don't it. Don't do it. You know, like like do something else. You yeah. know, like 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 again, you know how I feel about like criticizing CGI, yes. right? Because you know, ultimately there's a lot of pressure that's put on these artists and it's not fair to criticize them necessarily to the same degree that you would on to, to somebody who would have a ton of time and a ton of money to yes. do one thing. Um, so, but if you're going to do a scene that is going to be completely CGI, you planned it well in advance, you know, it's not going to look real. And the, the premise is also absurd. Like no. he jumps out with no parachute and somehow catches up to the guy with the parachute. Lands it's too much. It's too much. You Just don't, don't do it. it. And it looks wonky. It looks fake. It pulls you out of the film and then they cut away. Because at that point, maybe somebody was like, let's just cut away. <laughs> and then in the next scene, he's it's on the ground. Fine. Like, that was, that was I think not good. The other really big problem that I had with this film is that it's just setting up for a sequel the whole time, right? Because like I said in the debate, it starts off and he's on the run from the CIA and he has a hard drive, which is the MacGuffin or whatever. Right. And it ends... You know, oh, what the CIA is bad. Oh my god, nobody knows that. Surprise, uh, surprise. And then, the, you know, that. the hard drive flash disk is destroyed. Yeah. And he's on the run from the CIA and with the, the girl. And the main bad like the, guy. What was that movie, the special? What was the movie with the, 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 the classic the professional, movie, the professional Leon? But now he's with the girl. Yeah. Nothing happened. Like the bad guys. Are, nothing happened to them. Nothing happened to them. Like Chris Evans dies, but he was just a henchman. He but was just actually, a gun for hire. He's the one didn't want to die. Like he was one of the most entertaining parts of the film. He I was, wish he hadn't died. Yeah, he was just a henchman, right? Yeah, so him dying has nothing to do with the plot or the status quo. Ryan Gosling is the same person he was at the beginning. It's but, like, but it was a nothing next, movie. In the next film, they want to kind of make it so that he's maybe going after the bigger fish or something, right? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I, I think that as a film, it needs to stand alone where, okay, he needs to it's start his journey and then end the journey. If this movie, if the next movie happens and... Which it will. You know, we don't see 
like the hour 45 of this movie you only see the first 15 minutes of the movie and we just see the second movie there is no difference yeah, between no this growth. nothing happened yeah yeah, yeah like yeah, literally yeah. nothing happened in this movie yeah, except yeah, things yeah, got yeah. blown up yeah and i'm just kind of like so why did i watch it and so basically that's a kind of a criticism of anthony and jeruso right for me you know like i'm like are they so obsessed with just action that they've completely lost the plot like literally yeah. that's a very literal way to say it you know have they just like do they not care so much about the story as they do about just wild cgi action you know and it's like th- there's no balance you yeah. know it's it's fine you're having fun and and all of that but it's like i'm not it's just like it's like the definition of a popcorn movie where you're like okay nothing yeah. there's no stakes nothing matters there's a few quips here and there there's some explosions there is like an interview of them where they talk about how you know they have to do movies like this and they call it something i can't they call it like money driven films something oh, like that okay. they call so it something like they give it a name they're like one one for the real and one yeah, for, they're like, for the yeah they like we need to do like these kind yeah. of money driven films so we can finance movies like everything Cherry. everywhere all at once because they did finance yeah, everything so, everywhere so they're like once. we do these kind of movies so that we can help make these other movies you know so they know that hey we're doing okay. it for the money you know like. okay but still i mean they have the money for it and and they could have done it differently and you know I it's think, not like they couldn't they were still going it, it's not a criticism of the movie as a whole i yeah. think the movie had so many great ingredients but it leaned so much into like the CGI nonsense and like just the 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 kind of kind of absurd violence you know that that I, I there was it just went but off the I rails. think you know the movie is style over substance and the style isn't great i think that's the problem that's a very good way to put it right the style is sometimes they have like those drone shots so i don't know what why I mean, they're they doing were, that they were fun like for me just uh, looking at them i'm like those are fun but they they get distracting right yeah. to the point where critics are like so many drone shots you shouldn't the use pr- them to that the point. prague shootout is fun i i enjoyed that segment of the uh, of the film it is fun but it is also uh, for me once it got to the point where they were literally blowing up the city <laughs> block i was like okay no nothing matters nothing anymore matters. they can literally explode the capital city uh, of 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 a european nation and nothing matters nothing nobody matters. cares it's uh, okay like americans can do whatever they want i'm like oh, okay. you know and you know that was fun the you know like him. The, but the, the 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 castle siege yes i preferred to the city block uh, that was also fun the castle siege you know? was nice especially the last hand to hand combat is I nice i enjoyed that i enjoyed that because i felt like when they contain it a little bit yeah. like that you can suspend your disbelief a bit more and there's a couple of nice shots where he's got that flare and he's yeah. fighting people on the plane or he's in that house and there's you see that fra- you know yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot like like now that you're reminding yeah. me of those i'm like yeah that was great that was great when he gets out of the 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 the, the well yes you know where he kind of Blo- uh, yeah. uh, what's it called MacGyver's like way out. way out you know the characters were fun like that the, the russian character or yeah. whatever he was that that trapped him in the well that was fun there was a lot of really fun entertaining moments whenever uh, gosling and and evans were in- interacting i loved seeing that yeah. they were fun so it's not that it doesn't have all these elements it's just that that, that overall it it was like it became gray uh i this is how i think i would like i think as a movie i wouldn't recommend people watch it but if you're on netflix and it plays automatically then like don't change it like you know yeah, like yeah, i think yeah, that's yeah. that's how And I think that's how these movies are designed, I right? I will if the, if part 2 comes out, yeah. I'm going to watch I'll it. I'll watch it. It's there. I'm going to watch it. You know, there's no question. I was happy when it came out. I was yeah. like, cool, something to watch. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but when I'm sitting down to critique it, I'm like, there's a lot of criticism, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh how many 
absurd, <laughs> absurdly violent uh, city sieges <laughs> would you give? I give it a five. 5.5. A 5.5. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't disagree. I think, you know, I'd give it, I'd give it something around a 5.5 or a 6, you know? Huh? Yeah, uh, it's uh, a uh, 6. Hey, uh, <laughs> because 7 was taken. Yeah. Uh. You can cut that last part out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Switch Flicks. If you loved or hated the show, please do rate, subscribe, and leave some comments. Your support is the sexy six of our dreams. Mm-hmm.